Hi, this is Deep and this is Sivar. You are listening to Glamour and Purpose podcast. So welcome. Okay, welcome everyone. It is such a pleasure to have you here today for this Women's Hormone Health webinar. So I'm Samar Gilmakala. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a sports nutritionist, beauty expert. I'm an international speaker, business mentor, podcast host, and the co-founder of Glamour and Purpose. And you can connect with me uh, on Instagram and Facebook at Glamour and Purpose. So what you're going to learn today is why hormone health needs to be a priority. You're going to learn about cycle syncing. This is like a really fun thing that you're going to learn today. And from today onwards, you're, if you haven't heard of cycle syncing, this is going to change your life. It is incredible. And you're also going to learn how to, what nutrients are really good to balance your hormones. And then I'm going to give you some action steps. So why hormone health? Statistics show that 80% of women, 80% suffer from hormonal imbalance. Some women live with these imbalances without even realizing it. And 70% are unaware of conditions like PCOS that may have manifested due to hormonal imbalances. And the reason you know, you, if, you're, if you're thinking to yourself, like, why is that? Why are so many women dealing with hormone issues these days? It's because we are in our life, we're surrounded by hormone disruptors, right? There are pesticides being sprayed on our foods. And no matter how much we wash our foods, it doesn't all oh, come wow. off. So... You have to think like when you put something on your skin, like when you put uh, any kind of cream on your skin, it absorbs, right? It's the same thing with the skin of your fruit and vegetables. All of these pesticides actually absorb into it. So there is a certain percentage that no matter how much we're washing them, that does go into our body. The preservatives in our food are another uh, thing that really disrupts our hormones because Again, they're not natural for our body. All of these foods that we buy in, in the shops that have like all these like huge list of ingredients, if, they, if it has a long list of ingredients that you don't know what they are, then chances are that that food is full of preservatives and it's going to cons- uh, have different preservatives that are going to block your hormones, create imbalances, right? Because all of these actually put a lot of load on your liver. And at any point, if your liver is not functioning properly, then it can have a really big impact on your hormones. So next is additives and contaminants in the food. So our food, like I said, you know, long list of ingredients in the back, it has a lot of things that are, we don't even know what they're doing to our hormones, okay? Then the electronics, like our cell phones, our laptops, how are we even here? We're surrounded by electronics. We're surrounded by Wi-Fi. All of that radiation, yes, we need all of these things to connect with each other, but all of that radiation is also going into our body 
and disrupting our hormones, okay? Obviously, I will give you solutions for this, but for now, we're looking at how this is happening, right? Personal care products. So a lot of the cosmetics that we use, you know, uh, most of us don't know what actually goes into our creams, our lotions, our shampoo, conditioner, body wash, makeup. And a lot of these cosmetics actually have um, ingredients that are that have a lot of uh, hormone disruptive qualities and they are they have heavy metals in them and we don't know what they are right so because we we can't read those ingredient lists so they again when it comes to your cosmetics you really need to start paying attention to that okay uh, lack of proper nutrition and movement so a lot of uh, us these days are sitting a lot more than actually moving, right? Uh, lack of proper nutrition. So food quality is not the same the way that it was, you know, in our grandparents' generation. <laughs> stress is another one. You'll notice that any time that you have a lot of stress, that your hormones are just going to go off. And that's because our hormones are very sensitive to our mood, how we're dealing with situations. And then the last one is patriarchal lifestyle. So you're going to learn more about this as I go through the presentation. But to explain it in a very simple way is that we live in a patriarchal world culture where there's this expectation, like when you go to the gym, you want to work out the same way every day. And a lot of times, you know, women, they they'd be like beating themselves up, like, why don't I have the same energy that I that I want to have every single day to exercise, you know? And that's because we're women and our cycle and our uh, the way that our hormones work is different from men. Men can wake up in the morning and do the same thing every single day with no issues whatsoever. Okay, that's because their cycle is totally different. Women have a monthly cycle that has phases. So knowing yourself, knowing your cycle is going to give you the power to actually, you know, sink in with that. And you'll find that your motivation to work out is going to be a lot more higher. Your motivation for foods that you should be eating is going to be a lot more higher. Okay, that's because you're going to learn what kind of foods, when to move, all of these things. And, and that's the thing, like, because we don't know this, because we're living in this world culture that is made for, you know, it's, it's made for men, basically, because you wake up, you go to work, you do the same thing over and over and over again. But that's not how our bodies are designed. That's not how women are designed to function. Okay, so that actually also causes hormone disruptions. Okay, so hormones. Your hormones feel so much of how you experience life. Think about it. Happiness is a hormone. Love has one. Stress has several hormones. 
right? So our whole life is governed by our hormones and how you move, eat, think, and work have a huge impact on your hormones. Now let's talk about cycle phases. So that's just talking about that as well, right? So women have four phases in their cycle. So most women, you know, when they're talking about their cycle, they'll, tech, they'll typically just be saying that, oh yeah, my cycle, my cycle happened. And that just means that they got their, they're in their menstrual phase. Okay, what most women, like majority of women don't know is that they have four phases in their cycle and every phase is actually different, all right? So knowing the cycle phases can be really empowering because then you're not just thinking about your menstrual phase and acting throughout the rest of your cycle acting the same way, but you're actually going to start paying attention. So here are the four phases. You may not even, like, these are big words. You, uh, and I want to simplify it for you. So your first phase is follicular phase. This phase happens right after your menstruation. Okay, so right after you finish your period, that's when the follicular phase starts. And that is like the spring phase. Okay, so you want to think about your cycle in terms of weather. You have spring, you have summer, you have autumn, you have winter. All of these times, you want to move differently. You want you the seasonal vegetables are different. The um, you know the mood is different, right? So your follicular phase is spring. Ovulation is your summer. Luteal phase is your autumn. And menstrual phase is your winter. Now let's go through them one by one. And before that, I just want to talk about why cycle thinking is so important. So if you feel like your period is a burden and it's unpredictable, or you have PMS issues, you want to improve uh, your fertility or improve conditions like PCOS, fibroids, etc., and or if you don't have the same motivation for your diet, for your workouts, and for your work for the whole month, then cycle syncing can really, really help. So let's look at what cycle syncing is, how you can do it. So cycle syncing is basically what it means is that you sync in with your cycle. You start to move your body. Uh, according to the cycle phase that you are in. You start to eat the foods that are right for you during the cycle that you're in. Okay, so let's look at each cycle individually so that you get an idea. And by the way, feel free to take pictures of these slides because uh, this is something that you can ongoingly refer back to. Okay, so you uh, make sure to take pictures of the slides so you can actually get access to this information and then you can start tracking your cycle. And look, there's like so many apps on the phone. You can just download any kind of, uh, uh, you know, period app and that's gonna actually uh, help you know which phase you're in because most of these apps actually have that inbuilt in them. 
So you may not even need to remember each of the phase, like how many days and calculate that stuff. So you can actually use that. Now, first one is your spring. Okay, the follicular phase. The follicular phase is seven to 10 days after your menstruation. The hormones are typically at a low and they're slowly increasing, okay? This is the time of new beginnings. Think about spring, right? All the new flowers bloom, they start to uh, come up. So this is new beginnings. This is when you are so open to new things, to creativity. This is when all the creative ideas are gonna come to you. So knowing that is power. Because when you want to come up with creative ideas, you want to set intentions. This is, you can, and if you know which phase of the cycle you are, and if you are in your spring, you know that your brain is wired for creativity at this time. Okay, so this isn't just like, this isn't just uh, like, oh, now that you're in your spring, that you should, uh, you know, you should do new things. No. If you're in your spring, if you're in your follicular phase, what it means is that the hormones, the way that your hormones are, they make your brain optimize that, you know, the functions of that phase. So your brain is going to be so much creative at this time. And that when you're doing, create, you're creating things, you're trying new things, new ideas, setting intentions, it's just going to flow. You know, have you, have you had, that, had a time when like, uh, you're so creative, you're like, oh my God, like I have all these ideas coming up, I need to like quickly write them down. And then there are times when you're like trying to get creative ideas and it just won't come. And you're like, Oh my God, like I, I just, my brain is just not coming up with ideas right now, right? That's what I'm talking about. So when you're in your spring, your brain is primed for creativity, for new beginnings, for openness. Okay, this is when you want to try new things. And when it comes to your work, this is when you want to brainstorm ideas. You want to take on creative projects. You want to set intentions, plan new projects. This is also a great time to network and go out and try new things. Okay. So when it comes to movement, dance, cardio, Zumba, and anything new, like this is the time if you have been thinking about taking that special class in something booty yoga that you've never tried before this is the time that you're going to enjoy it the most so try it now okay and then food think spring fresh light foods like salads veggies lean proteins sprouted beans seeds whole grains are amazing and then also fermented foods are really really good because that's when you want to also um you know give that extra nutrition for your gut all right so this is your spring phase now let's move on to summer who likes summer here i know i do <laughs> 
this is the ovulation phase. This is your summer. It usually lasts three to five days. So your FSH uh, and luteinizing hormone rises, estrogen increases. And these, what these hormones do is that they stimulate the verbal and social centers of the brain. So this is a great time for important conversations. If you've been thinking about having a conversation with someone that you would really love to you know, address something, this is a good time because your brain is wired in a way that when you communicate, it's going to be clear. You're going to be able to really clearly communicate your ideas. This is also a great time for socializing. So go out and, you know, speak, give talks. That's, that's what this time is really amazing for. Okay, so in your work, this is when you can actually uh, communicate, you know, a lot of communication, collaboration, teamwork is great for this time. Uh, presenting ideas. If you're working in a job and you have wanted to ask for a raise, this is the time. This is when you want to do that because you're going to be able to communicate so much more effectively. Uh, this is a great time for selling, for negotiating, for making requests, right? So that's for work. Now for movement. Lots of energy at this time of your and uh, in this phase. So you can this is when you can actually do hit workouts, boot camps, high energy workouts. Have you noticed, like, who here ha has noticed that there are times in the months when you're kind of, like, really wanting to go and do a HIIT workout and, like, a big uh, energetic workout? And then there are times when you're really not wanting that and you don't want to move in that way. Who here has noticed that? So just put that in the chat. Let's see if you've let's see if you've actually noticed these changes happening. Right? So in your summer, this is when you want to move a lot. This is when you want to do lots of high intensity. And it actually doing that is very good. You actually want to make sure that you schedule in those kinds of workouts because they are going to help you with balancing your hormones at that time. Your body actually needs that at this time, okay? So this isn't just like a suggestion that, oh, if you've just been wanting to do a high-intensity workout, then this is when you should try it. No, this is like a, this is when you want to do that. This is when you want to actually schedule in workouts like that, okay? And then foods. This, uh, this is a great time for raw vegetables, lots of fiber, fruit and lighter grains, okay? Because as you can see, the estrogen is starting to increase, okay? That kind of, uh, if you've ever noticed, like your body starts to feel a bit heavy, sluggish, right? So this is, this is why eating lighter grains, eating those raw vegetables, fiber, fruit is really gonna energize you and fuel your body. And one of the things that you really want to eliminate, anybody, any kind of hormonal uh, issue that you're dealing with, anything, you want to 
uh, start eliminating foods that contain preservatives. Okay, sugar, caffeine. I know like some of us are so addicted to coffee, caffeine, whether it's tea or whether it's coffee, that it's like, oh my God, if I don't get my coffee, I can't start. But the problem is that it really can disrupt your hormones because it increases the cortisol levels in your body, right? So looking at your caffeine consumption, um, eliminating sugar, like a lot of that white sugar from your diet. If you really like sweet things, add food, add dates, um, use coconut sugar, things like that, right? But like I said, a lot of hormone blockers, these, all of these things like sugar, coffee, they really do uh, create an imbalance in our hormones. So you want to make sure that you start to eliminate those. Okay. Okay, there's a question. Um, mm -hmm. If you're in okay time season to drink coffee. I think, so here's the thing with coffee, right? Most people uh, want coffee. Like if you are doing okay with coffee, you can have a cup in the morning, all right? But if your uh, the estrogen levels are really high in your body, and if you're feeling really like your hormones are going up and down, then I would suggest just cut it out. Cut it out for some time. Give your body that rest. And if you must have something, uh, try um, more easier sources of caffeine, like green tea. But in case you have hormonal imbalances, then also, you know, just like cut it out for some time. I know it can feel like, oh my God, but then I won't have energy and then I would have headaches. You just have to remember that coffee is addictive. It actually, it, uh, you get addicted to it because it's a stimulant. So when you start having it, then after some time, your brain actually tells you that, oh my God, I am not going to be able to function without this because if I'm ever feeling sluggish, then my go-to is coffee. So feeling sluggish just goes directly to, you know, your brain connects that to coffee, except that if you are feeling sluggish, what you really need to look at is balancing your hormones and then also adding more uh, real foods in your diet. Okay, because when you have more real foods in your diet, you're not going to feel that way. But initially, when you do reduce it or eliminate it, you will feel the effects. Like, because it's addictive, it's a stimulant, your brain is going to have like the, yes, your brain goes into withdrawal. So those are withdrawal symptoms. So don't worry about that. Just go with it like you would go through a detox. Okay, so that would help. Another question is about alcohol. What about alcohol? Again, alcohol can be very disruptive for your hormones. Very, very. So see how, you, how it makes you feel. With anything, right? Start to actually connect with your body and see how it actually makes you feel. Does it make you feel uh, sluggish or does it energize you? especially when it comes to your hormones, alcohol, like if you're dealing with hormonal issues like fibroids, PCOS, anything like that, alcohol, alcohol can really make it worse because alcohol puts a lot of load on your liver. 
And if your liver is not functioning properly, and we're going to talk about this more uh, later on after we go over the phases, if your liver doesn't function properly, it can really have a huge impact on your hormones. And if your hormones are already not functioning properly, then that's really going to disrupt your hormones more and make things worse. Okay, so that's like, if you're dealing with hormonal issues, alcohol is like a really no, no, try to either cut it out, reduce it, or just cut it out completely if you can. Okay, so now we are on our third phase, which is our autumn. It's the luteal phase. So this phase lasts 10 to 14 days. Okay. This is when the concentrations of estrogen, progesterone, testosterone are at their peak, like they just rise high. And that's when you start to have those PMS issues. Okay, and then they fall. So the hormone uh, concentrations rise and then they fall sort of right before your period. Okay, and this time is so good for task completion. So anything that's incomplete, you'll just like, this is so funny. You know, this happens to me when I, once I started really looking at uh, cycle syncing and really noticing uh, different things, I had to like keep this information in front of me in the beginning. And now I can just tell which phase I'm in from the way that I am feeling at that time, right? So this is so funny because every month there, there will be a time when I will get obsessed with cleaning, with tidying up my cupboard, with making sure like my, cause I, I have this habit of writing down everything that I need to do, like keep, a, keep an ongoing to-do list. So there is always a time in the month when I get obsessed with taking off everything on that to-do list. <laughs> and like, it's so cool because that's when I know that I'm in the luteal phase because that's exactly when that happens, when I get obsessed. It's not just like, oh, yeah, I should I should actually get all these things done. No, this is like complete obsession with my to-do list. It's like, oh, my God, I have to get this done. Obsession with cleaning things, like making sure everything is cleaned up. There's like, oh, my God, there's dust, even a little bit of dust on the table is like, Oh, this is like really annoying me right now. So then this is your time for detail, you know, like those kind of little details for task completing. Um, and also, this is the time when you want to say no. You want to really create boundaries. Because if you keep saying yes to a lot of the social things and things like that, you're going to start to feel very irritable. Okay, this is when you start to really feel like, oh, it's just, you know, it's getting, that's when that irritable, that moodiness comes. Okay, so you want, when you become aware of it, that you're in the luteal phase, that's when you actually can say no to certain things and be like, no, this is my time for, for completing things. This is my time when I want to do this specifically, right? So in your workplace, you're going to be completing tasks, checking off to-do lists. This is your focused time for completing project work. 
also great time for organizing things. Like I said, I get obsessed during this time with organizing my cupboard, organizing everything. This like just happens. And then I know I'm like, okay, luteal phase has started because this is exactly what happens. And it happens every month. So what I want to ask you guys, like just look for yourself. Do you feel that there are times when you just feel like you absolutely need everything clean and you need everything to be organized? And then there are other times in the month when you just really couldn't, couldn't care less, right? So this is the time when that happens, when you get obsessed with details, details in everything. Also, this is the time when uh, you can get obsessed on things that are not working in your relationship. So if your mind is coming up with everything that's not working in your relationship, you'll find that a lot of times that happens in the luteal phase. Because this is when you, your brain, all of these hormones, the way, what they do in your brain is they make you very uh, detail-oriented. So it brings up everything, right? So what you want to essentially do is you want to write it down. Like everything that comes up, you just like write it down. Like this, is, this is coming up as an issue. This is coming up as an issue. This is great for uh, noticing when things are not working or what's not working in relationships as well right when it comes to movement in this part or in this phase like in the beginning of the phase you will still have a lot of energy because the concentrations of the hormones are high and then later on the energy kind of starts to go lower so that's what you'll notice right so first part you can still do uh like strength training so you want to do like really good slow strength training or like intense yoga so you want to sweat and then later on in this phase you want to do lighter activities like pilates yin yoga walking tai chi anything that's gonna sort of not put too much of that um intensity on your body okay and then when it comes to foods foods that are rich in b vitamins so like leafy green vegetables roasted or baked uh, root vegetables are amazing because they help to cleanse your liver and flush out that excess estrogen okay and that's gonna also help to relieve those pms issues that irritability all right, so this is this is when you want to have lots of green vegetables. Root vegetables are a must during this time. And you'll notice like having sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are so, so good at this time. Um, make sure like if you can add even half a sweet potato every day or make something, get creative, like make baked, roasted vegetables, you know, start having sweet potato and you will find that your body just feels so much lighter like because luteal phase because of the concentrations of the hormones being so high it can really put a lot of you know weigh you down kind of so this is going to help you really feel much more light and then we're on the menstrual phase so this is your winter okay and think winter what do you want to do in winter you just want to sit 
cuddle you know just like rest relax winter is not necessarily the time when you feel like energetic and you want to run outside of course you can like go and play in the snow but most people want to just kind of hibernate right like you want to go inward that's your winter so the menstrual phase lasts 3 to 7 days and this is when the hormone levels are at their lowest concentrations okay this is also a time when your brain your left and right brain has great communication so this is actually the best time like because of the way that your brain is wired with the the way that your hormone levels are and because of the way that your brain is wired at this time this is actually the most intuitive time like in the you know ancient cultures they used to ask uh, women that were menstruating for for their suggestions and their advice because women are very intuitive at this time of their phase so this is when you want to sort of go inward and connect with yourself you want to connect with how are you feeling about different things different situations in your life how are you even all the stuff that came up for you in your luteal phase this is when you want to really uh sit with that and you really want to look at okay what's working about it what's not working about it is that something that's actually an issue or is it just something that you're making up right so this is when you're going to be able to tell how you really feel about things and what's the best course of action this is when you want to look at the bigger picture like is your life going the way that you really want it to go and if not then what are things that you need to change and when you start to really use this time you'll find that this is like it's a superpower all of these phases have their own superpowers right when you start to cycle sync you will be able to use that energy in the right way rather than you know a lot of women are like oh my god like the menstrual phase like, I, this is such a burden like i have to go through this no this is like your <laughs> this is the time when you are going to have the most intuitive ideas like the most intuitive thoughts this is your time when you want to actually step back not socialize too much this is not the time to socialize this is the time to step back journal reflect sit with your thoughts right so and and this is something that we naturally also want to do like you'll find that when when you have your period you don't necessarily want to go out and socialize and do things and you know just be crazy that sort of thing this is when you want to really start to connect with yourself you want to spend more time on your own you don't necessarily want to spend time with your friends during this time now a lot of us do push ourselves and we're like oh no i'm totally fine i'm still going to go out but our natural inclination is that because that is the way that this is designed like that is the way that our body is designed and if we actually follow our body's cues we can actually use that and and use that in our in our life in a way that's really going to help us okay so when it comes to work this is when you want to evaluate your projects and evaluate the results that you got this is when you want to read reports 
data, financials, and analyze if everything's going in the right direction, if things are going well, or if they're not going well, then what do you need to change? What changes do you need to make? So this is a very good time to do that because you are wired for that intuitive thinking. And then movement, see your energy is the lowest at this time. And I know a lot of women, I actually used to really try to push myself as well. That no, I can actually really work out during the, uh, during the period. It's not a big deal. But this is when you want to nap. Like if you feel like you want to nap a lot, that's like totally okay. You want to allow yourself to do that. And if uh, lighter exercises like walking, yin yoga, Pilates, these are amazing for you. But if you don't feel like doing those either, just, yeah, give yourself that permission. And then when it comes to food, you want to add lots of fats, lots of fats in your diet during this time. Also, because of the menstruation, you're, you want to, you're going to be wanting to really nutrient your body with lots of vitamins, lots of magnesium, calcium, right? Because you need that. Your body needs that at this time. So proteins, fats, low glycemic vegetables, fruits, seafood is amazing, right? You want to, seafood is going to actually help to remineralize your body. Good lean uh, meat is going to help to, uh, you know, get, get you more iron in your body. <clears throat> and you want to have more soups and stews. So again, thinking winter. What kind of foods do we want to have in winter? Soups, stews, right? Think winter. So with this, our cycle, the four phases I've covered. Now let's go over the nutrients that are needed to balance your hormones. The first one is B vitamins. Now, B vitamins are essential for metabolic functions, all right? Uh, if you are deficient in B vitamins, it can cause fatigue, low energy levels. So in your cycle, if you feel like, oh my God, I don't have energy and I'm just feeling really like low, your B vitamins are off, okay? You need those B vitamins. One of the main cause of hormonal imbalance is low progesterone levels in your body. So the vitamin B6 actually helps to boost the production of this hormone, which in turn helps to prevent and remove excess estrogen from the body, thereby boosting your immune system. Okay, so this is very important. Proper production of progesterone is very important. And when you're taking B vitamins, they are amazing. And I highly uh, recommend this product. This is uh, called Cell Essentials. I love this because it has a whole range of not just the B vitamins, but all the vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. And it's the thing with the vitamins and minerals is that if you take them on their own, a lot of times your body doesn't actually. Um, accept them it doesn't absorb them so they are not as bioavailable and the thing i like like about this supplement is that it comes with minerals and vitamins so when you're taking them together then it ensures that all of those vitamins are getting absorbed in your body properly 
Another one that's very important for our hormones is magnesium. Now, our pituitary gland, which is, you know, in our head, this gland sits in the middle of our head. The, it, the pituitary gland is our master gland, okay? It actually controls all the other uh, uh, glands, the endocrine glands in our body. So the pituitary gland is controlled by the magnesium in our body. Okay, this is so important. And pituitary, pituitary gland, the role is in producing critical hormones that then signal other endocrine glands in the body to work properly. So if your pituitary gland is not functioning properly, then chances are that the rest of the endocrine system is also going to be off. Okay, so this is your mass, master hormone, very important. And if there's an imbalance in your pituitary gland, then it can cause hormonal issues like thyroid, irregular ovulation, and it can lead to bigger issues as well. Okay, so pituitary gland is very important and magnesium is essential for pituitary function. And majority of women, these days are highly deficient in magnesium. This is the reason like so many of us cannot sleep properly. We, it's so hard to sleep sometimes, right? It's so hard to relax. When you don't have enough magnesium in your body, it's literally becomes very difficult for your muscles to relax, okay? And typical signs of a deficiency are bloating. So if you're having bloating and headaches, then chances are that your magnesium is off, okay? And when it comes to magnesium, I highly recommend this, uh, this product here. It's called MagnaCal D, and I love this so much. These are, by the way, all supplements are from USANA, and I'll tell you why I recommend USANA supplements in a minute, but I love this so much because it comes in a blend. Like I said, uh, if your body doesn't have certain nutrients, then other nutrients won't get absorbed. For example, if you don't have enough iron, uh, enough vitamin C in your body, then you can keep taking iron supplement, but it's not like your iron levels are still going to stay low. Okay, you're going to have to ongoingly, like I've met so many women that I've worked with who were like their iron levels just won't come up. They're constantly deficient in iron and that's because there's not enough of the other nutrients so when we start to balance that nutrition then they start they actually don't need to keep using those iron supplements okay so same thing when it comes to magnesium it absorbs better in the presence of calcium vitamin d and this one because it comes in a blend this is amazing. Like when you take it, it just absorbs into your body and you can see the benefits. You can feel the benefits right away. Okay, next thing is your liver support. Now your liver is actually the biggest organ in your body. It sits on the right-hand side of your uh, torso. And what it does is it breaks down excess estrogen and it prevents hormonal issues. Okay, this is so important, guys, because if your liver is not functioning properly, which for most of us, it's not these days because we live in such a toxic environment. Like I said, your, uh, your skincare, you know, you, the cosmetics that you use, 
if they have certain uh, ingredients that are really that th those chemicals that are you know harmful then they also get, uh, clog up your liver foods uh, that are being sprayed with pesticides uh, cause liver congestion air pollution radiation stress alcohol all of these things cause congestion in your liver and when your liver is not functioning properly and if your liver is blocked then typically what happens you want to think of your liver like a toilet in the body so if your liver is the toilet and your toilet gets blocked and you keep pushing the flush button what happens all of the water starts to spill out right because the toilet is blocked and it's all going to keep start to come out if you keep flushing more water into it so that's what happens in our body with the liver because of the toxic load the liver gets congested and then there are more toxins coming into the body so your body's still trying to sort of push them over there but then they start to spill into the bloodstream when that happens then your body is really smart your body is like oh my god like all these toxins are so bad for me and and they're they're dangerous so what it does is it stores it it starts to store fat around your stomach and it stores all those toxins in that fat but it still doesn't solve the problem of excess estrogen because it's just going to keep uh causing more and more fat and more issues you're going to feel sluggish right so liver cleansing is so important for weight loss and also for your hormonal balance because when your liver is not functioning properly it can throw all your hormonal hormones off okay and some really good ingredients to help support your liver are milk thistle alpha lipoic acid vitamin c broccoli extract turmeric so these are some like micronutrients and antioxidants that can really help when your liver is well nourished it can actually help maintain hormonal balance and keep symptoms at bay so if you're someone that's dealing with estrogen dominance so any hormonal issues that come from come with estrogen dominance then you really need to get that extra support for your liver because your body needs to get all that excess estrogen out of your body eating lots of root vegetables during your luteal phase and taking a good liver support supplement is essential like that's gonna that's gonna make such a huge difference for you that you will be like oh my god this is this was so worth it you know and i personally love hepacil which is again from usana because it has milk thistle alpha lipoic acid it has all of these micronutrients that are amazing for the liver and honestly like i have worked with so many women who have been dealing with weight issues who've been dealing with uh, hormonal issues and this uh, you know taking these nutrients makes a world of difference and then omega 3s and vitamin d3 is very important again for your hormones omega 3 fatty acids are essential for making more of the prostaglandin that reduces cramps during menstruation have you noticed that some women there are some women that even during their pregnancy uh, 
you know, when they're having the baby during the delivery, they don't have a whole lot of pain. And then there are other women that have a lot of pain. Same thing with the menstrual uh, cycle, the phase. Some women have a lot of pain. And then there are other women who don't even, you know, realize that's like, that's not even happening, right? It's because uh, your body, if your body is making more of the parts, this is a hormone, right? Prostaglandin. If your body is making more of the right ones, then you won't have a whole lot of pain. Then it's, uh, it's smooth. But if your body is making less of the right one and more of the other ones, the other two, then you're going to have a lot of pain. And omega-3 fatty acids actually are essential for making the prostaglandins that uh, help to reduce those cramps. Okay, so if you're someone that does tend to get a lot of cramping uh, during your period, you want to start taking fish oil. You want to start uh, adding flaxseed to your diet. Okay, these are, this is essential, primrose oil. These are all essential fatty acids. And you want to start adding those because they will make a world of difference. And I am telling you from experience because I used to have like the worst kind of pain and I used to take painkillers like crazy. And at, at one point, like even the painkillers stopped working and I had to go and see the doctor and get like painkiller injections and stuff like that. So when I started to really uh take fish oil started adding flaxseed things like that in my regime it made a world of difference like i don't i don't have any pain anymore i mean i, I get some but it's not it's not the way that i used to at all okay so essential fatty acids are amazing it's also very effective in stabilizing mood swings so omega-3 fatty acids are brain food so they help to stabilize your mood as well so that you're not having like crazy mood swings and you're up and down. It actually helps you to stay calm. Okay. That's like because your brain needs that. And then the reason that like when you put omega-3s and vitamin D3 together, it actually makes a really strong hormonal support because vitamin D3 is really important for making normal estrogen levels and if there's a deficiency of vitamin d3 then it can cause estrogen dominance okay so if again if you are someone that has a lot of estrogen in your body then you need to start supplementing with vitamin d3 because it's going to actually help you maintain those normal estrogen levels Okay, and I love uh, Usana's Biomega for that because it has omega threes and it also has vitamin D three. So this like really makes an amazing hormone support. Okay, and the last one is probiotics. Now probiotics are very important. Okay, your gut plays an important role in processing and removing excess hormones from your body. So and there are certain gut bacteria that produce enzymes in your body, which help metabolize the excess estrogen from your body, which means it helps to remove that excess estrogen from your body. So when you're looking at processed foods, and this is uh, for anyone that's dealing with any kind of hormonal 
imbalance as well. When you're looking at processed foods, dairy, gluten, all of these actually cause uh, fluctuations and they're inflammatory. Okay, gluten, dairy, processed foods, very inflammatory. Sugar, very inflammatory. Okay, in your gut. And antibiotics, like how often do you go to the doctor and the doctor just gives you antibiotics no matter what it is that you're dealing with? Antibiotics actually go and into your gut and they're like a bomb. They just kill everything. All the good bacteria, all the bad bacteria, everything. Okay? So they're not necessarily, like if you've ever, if you've had any antibiotics in the whole of last year, then you should be taking probiotics. Like this is so important, okay? Because you need to replen replenish that, those good bacteria in your body. So it is very important to supplement with a probiotic. Like even when you're choosing a probiotic, it's so important to get one that is going to withstand that stomach acid that you have. Because most of the probiotics that you get, like including a lot of the yogurt and things like that, when you eat it, we have uh, acid in our stomach, right? We have HCL in our stomach. So when you eat them, the acid itself just kills them, right? So getting a probiotic that can withstand that stomach acid is very important. Okay, and that's why like, I, I love the USANA probiotics for that reason exactly, because they are uh, designed, they're made in a way that they withstand that stomach acid and they give you like oh, 12 billion strands of good bacteria. So yeah, that's uh, the last thing that's very important for your nutrition. Also, you, uh, you should be taking lots of fermented foods, especially in your follicular phase. So sauerkraut, kimchi, um, pickles, these are amazing. These are so good for your gut, okay? Adding those actually really helps too. All right, so I want to quickly uh, tell you why I recommend USANA, and then we're going to go, uh, go ahead and take questions. Now, I, I do realize that we're a little bit over time, so what I'll do is uh, I'll, uh, after this, I'll take questions, and then uh, for those of you who need to go, you can. And then for those of you who want to stay back for the questions, we will keep doing this, going over all the questions, okay? So the reason why I highly recommend USANA supplements is because firstly, they are pharmaceutical grade, which means that everything that it says on the label is going to be in the supplements. And they are, they have to be, have to be high quality. They can't have any of those additives, binders, things that can cause side effects, okay? Food grade, most of the supplements that you get in the market are food grade. And the government regulation on food grade supplements is 20%. So whatever it says, if it says 1,000 mg vitamin C, then if 200 mg vitamin C is there, the government will pass it, okay? That's why getting pharmaceutical grade is so important. Because also food grade supplements, they're not regula regulated so strictly that like they can have binders, they can have fillers, they can have ingredients that could potentially cause side effects. Liver congestion, again, 
what you put in your body should not be taken lightly, guys, like especially in this day and age, because we are surrounded by toxic ingredients, right? It is so important to pay attention to what you are putting in your body because your body is has to actually process these things. It's not just like you're just going to eat the thing and, you know, it just digests. No, all these ingredients have to get processed. So getting clean products, clean skincare, clean supplements is so important. Also, the USANA supplements are top rated, highest rating for quality in a third-party research study, which is called the NutriSearch uh, Guide. This is a book. It's available on Amazon. It's third-party, and their website is nutriSearch.ca, so you can check that out. They're also top rated for their quality on consumerlabs.com. And they have a 1 million US dollar athlete guarantee, which by the way, no supplement in the world has any kind of guarantee. Like, you know, when you buy your laptops, your uh, appliances, you always look for a guarantee. But when we buy supplements, we don't. The athlete guarantee actually means that what it stands for is that the supplement is clean and it doesn't have any banned substances, anything that could get the athletes in trouble which is, you know, we also want those supplements that are clean. And then lastly, these, uh, the USANA supplements have no side effects. And I personally checked that in the MIMS, which is the doctor's book, because every company has to list any contraindicators, adverse reactions, any kind of side effects. And I checked every one of USANA supplement that was listed in the MIMS, and they have no side effects which gives me a lot of confidence to actually recommend them to my clients and people. All right, so that's the reason like you wanna always make sure that whatever you're putting in your body is clean, clean products, clean skincare, clean food. If you can, eat organic. Okay, so Deep, can we quickly uh, take uh, questions right after I go through the action steps? Yes. Okay, guys. So action steps. Start cycle syncing. I hope you guys took pictures of those slides and, uh, you know, start cycle syncing. Eat, move, work alongside your cycle rather than against it. Don't do things. Don't do hit training during your menstrual phase. Okay. Supplement your diet with high quality supplements to balance your hormones but also start to eat the right kinds of foods, clean out your diet, clean out, uh, you know, start eliminating foods that are inflammatory, processed foods, junk food, pizzas, burgers, these are all fast foods. They, you know, not necessarily good for your body. Alcohol, reduce it or eliminate it. Sugar, caffeine, these are all hormone blockers. So clean out, clean out your diet, okay? And start to live more healthily. All right, so that's all for uh, in terms of action steps. We are going to go over the questions. All right, Deep, so what do we have here? Okay, so the questions have been coming in uh, throughout the training. So I'll start with the, the last question that we had. 
What about menopausal women? What happens to their hormones? So that's one of the questions. So obviously, after you've menopaused, you're, uh, you're not getting your menstrual phase. But you'll find that if you still try to sink in with your cycle, like if you start to just count those days and start to just move and eat that way, you'll find that it actually still uh, benefits you a lot. So it's still going to work, even though you don't have your menstruation anymore. For women, like we are cyclical beings. Okay, so just being that way, eating that way, moving that way is going to help you. So you could actually go with the moon cycle because the moon cycle is the same uh, as our cycle. So because you don't have your own, uh, your menstruation phase, you could actually go with the moon cycle and sink in with the moon cycle, starting from the new moon being your follicular phase and then so on and so forth. Okay, great. So the next question is how, do, how to avoid early menopause? Balance your hormones. So you want to start sinking in with your cycle. You want to start, uh, you know, the nutrients that I've just talked about, they are so important. Like when you, I have met so many women uh, that I've worked with, that I've met, when they start to nutrient their body properly, they start to move properly, eat properly. Like I had one person that I was uh, working with. She said she hadn't, uh, like her periods had stopped. So she hadn't had her period for over six to seven months. And then as soon as she started nutrienting, you know, taking supplements and changed her diet, it's like, she's like, oh my God, now I'm having my period every month. <laughs> you know, so that happens. Um, even, uh, you know, for some people like that haven't had their, uh, period, like there are people that get their period only once in six months. You know, they have noticed that they also start to like these women also start to get their period in time with proper supplementation, with proper nutrient uh, nutrition, and actually taking care of their bodies. Perfect. Okay, so another question is: How about too much chili? What do you think if somebody really likes chili and they? take a lot of chili throughout their days. So I think chili would like chili would depend on person to person. Like some people do really well with it. Others don't do so well with it. Okay. So that's gonna, that's a spice that's gonna depend on you. If you feel that you do great with chili, then you can keep adding Like you can keep having hot food. No problem. But if you feel like just again, you know, bring self-awareness, like start noticing after you have your meal, just become mindful of how are you feeling now? Mm -hmm. Like how, how is this food that you ate earlier making you feel right? And then based on that, you want to start to sink in and and you know if you feel like yes you really like the taste of chili but after you eat it you don't actually feel good and it makes you uh you know gives you a lot of acidity it makes you sweat a lot things like that then reduce that okay so the next question is does b vitamins cause weight gain or water retention no no mm -mm. 
In fact, we have a program, it's called the Body Love Program. And in our program, that is a, a you know, weight loss program slash healthy lifestyle program. And we actually get everyone to, uh, you know, take the B vitamins, take all of the other, uh, you know, different nutrients too. And what happens is when you start to take all of these vitamins, your body, your hormones start to get balanced. When your hormones get balanced, you actually are, it's easier to lose weight. And you want to think like B vitamins, you will typically get them in green leafy vegetables. Can you put on weight by eating green leafy vegetables? If the answer is no, then no, B vitamins don't do that. And sometimes when you first start taking supplements, you might feel like uh, your hormones go a little bit uh, off. That's usually a time when your body is readjusting your hormones. So there is a readjustment period when your body cleans itself when your body readjusts itself okay so that's normal you don't want to feel like um oh my god but no b vitamins for sure will not cause any kind of weight gain in fact if you're having a lot of bloating uh like i said magnesium you're probably deficient in magnesium okay thanks for that um so we have another question about luteal phase what about moodiness is it because of too much estrogen? Because that's the phase when the estrogen is at its peak, I think. So, yes, yeah, absolutely. It's so like luteal phases when you will have those, like uh, your hormone concentrations are at their highest. So, that's why I said that this is the time when you want to say no. Okay, this is the time when you want to actually focus on detailed things, completing tasks. And also eat lots of root vegetables, <clears throat> root vegetables like um, uh, sweet potatoes, right? That's going to actually help you a lot if you deal with moodiness during that time, because uh, the root vegetables help to cleanse your liver. So when you're having that, it's going to actually help you help get some of that estrogen out of your body. And that's going to help to reset that, um, you know. Uh, those hormones. Also, if you have, you know, any kind of gut issues, bad bacteria in your gut, that can also cause moodiness. It can also cause, um, you know, just feeling really off because your gut is your second brain. So if your gut is not functioning properly, then you are more than likely to have, uh, you know, a lot of hormonal issues and feel moody. So probiotics are very good <clears throat> so that brings us to our next question about probiotics which is like what happens in our guts after antibiotics if we don't take probiotics right away i mean you just have to ask yourself right like your body needs good bacteria for so many different functions for your hormone regulation for your <laughs> for your mood uh, if you don't have, uh, if your gut is off, you can have a lot of anxiety. It can cause uh, digestive issues, uh, bloating. So if you have a lot of bad bacteria in your gut, it can cause bloating. But with antibiotics, it's like it kills all of your good bacteria, which is going to do a lot of things for your skin, for your hair, for your 
uh, health, for your digestion, for everything, right? So if you're not replenishing that uh, good bacteria, then it is going to have an impact on your body. Believe it or not, like you would have to notice that for yourself. Every person is different. And every person, what they deal with is different, right? So for some people, they start getting uh, skin issues. And a lot of us, you know, we, the way that we are, there isn't a whole lot of education about this. So we think that just because like, um, we don't actually connect the dots that, oh, I, I took antibiotics and then I took this thing. And, and now this happened or I ate this food and three hours later, this is what I'm dealing with. You know, a lot of times we are not really because we're just always on the go. Our lifestyle's fast. We're always trying to get somewhere. Nobody just really stops to see like, what did I eat before this thing happened? Right. What did I eat? Okay. I took antibiotics and now this is happening. Like I've been working with a client who, you know, she was dealing with hormonal imbalance and her doctor suggested that she should take antibiotics and she took them. And, and because of the hormonal imbalance, she was having acne and the doctor told her to take antibiotics. And she was like, I'm tired of this. I want to just take this. And she went on and took the antibiotics. And a few weeks later, her acne became much, much worse, right? Because that's not, that was not actually, see, medication is necessary when it's really needed, but it still doesn't really work on the root cause, okay? The root cause is that your gut bacteria is off. Antibiotics are going to kill everything, so good and bad, okay? So you would have to notice that for yourself, like what happened? but start noticing. And if you have had antibiotics, then start taking probiotics. It's only going to help you. Okay, like that is going to help replenish that good bacteria in your gut and doesn't hurt. Start eating lots of sauerkraut, kimchi, things like that to sort of replenish that good bacteria. Awesome, that was very well explained. Um... Another question is about fibroids. So is there anything I can do to get rid of uterine fibroids because of which I have excessive bleeding in long periods and I'm 45 years now? Okay, so again, um, obviously I'm not a doctor, so I'm not gonna give you, uh, you should always uh, follow your doctor's advice. But the way to actually balance your hormones and balancing your hormones will help with this. Okay, it will help with that. So the way to balance your hormones, again, is start to sink in with your cycle and then start to eat the right kinds of foods the way that we talked about just before and eliminate all of the inflammatory foods. And that would really help. So also the nutrition that I talked about, that can be a game changer. It really can. I've had women that told me that you know, they were actually, they thought that they were going into menopause and suddenly everything's kind of reset and they're back to their normal period. Okay, so like all of these issues like PCOS, fibroids, endometriosis, these are all 
hormonal imbalances. They happen because of hormonal imbalances. I actually, one of my mentors, she shared uh, with me that years ago, you know, she was diagnosed with an endometri endometriosis and she was taking a lot of medication for that. She was very overweight. And uh, over the years, she started to take proper nutrition. She was able to lose weight. She, her hormones sort of rebalanced, but like her doctor had told her that she's never going to be able to have a baby. And she was, you know, set with that. And now recently, like a few years back, she went in for a checkup and she's uh, in her 50s now. And the doctor actually checked her and they're like, oh, my God, your endometriosis is gone and uh, you can have a baby now. She's like, what? <laughs> so I'm not saying that this is going to be the result for everyone, but I'm telling you, like sinking in with your cycle nutrienting your body properly can be a game changer and it can really help and for me like the uh, this person like my mentor she was using the usana supplements that's how i know like it can really help now again usana supplements are not like they're not some cure for uh hormonal issues things like that like i said they have high quality nutrients and these nutrients are really needed for hormone balance and that's how that helps so the next question is what would you suggest to have for early menopause but at times like this person like that i do get my monthly i feel fatigued when i'm free as i start as i start to remember and feel my body at the same time i have low hemoglobin and low blood pressure so there are quite a few things there's the fatigue and low hemoglobin and low blood pressure that's mm. happening so fatigue and low energy can happen because of a lack of B vitamins. Again, nutrition. Like, see, the reason that so many of us, so many women are dealing with hormonal uh, issues these days is because most of us are not getting all the nutrition that we really need. Like, when we go and get our food, right? When we make our food, are we even thinking about balanced diet? Like, do we even eat enough green vegetables? And there's actually a lot of research that shows that, you know, in the Earth Summit, they did an Earth Summit where they checked the soil and they found out that the soil is highly depleted. And because of that, we're all not getting the nutrition that we need, which is why, like even the World Health Organization said that for everyone to stay free from disease, taking adding supplements to your diet is essential okay this is why like i'm such a big advocate for supplementation because it's made a world of difference in my life honestly like i used to have so many different issues before health wise and ever since i just changed my diet added nutritional supplements it's been a game changer in every area of my life so yeah, if you're having those low energy, that can be a B a vitamin deficiency. Also, when you're going towards menopause, your estrogen levels are dropping too. So adding foods that are going to uh, you know, give you more estrogen would be really good. So like uh, soy products are really good. Soy products, not so good for women during the ovulation luteal 
phases because your estrogen levels are so high. But like if you do like soy products, you can have a little bit during the follicular, the spring, the follicular phase. Okay, so right after your menstruation, you can have some. But if you are going towards your menstrual, uh, you know, menopause, then again, your estrogen levels are dropping. So that's when you want to actually um, take something that's going to increase the levels of estrogen. And then we can have like a different training about menopause another time too. All right. So the, this is the second last question. The question is about menstrual period. So this woman is getting only two days menstrual mm -hmm. cycle and her age is about 40 years old. So the question is how to, how, how to stimulate to have more days so that it's a proper cycle. Right. Balance, cycle syncing again. <laughs> This is so funny because, you know, there was a time I'll share with you my story, like how I even got started into doing the research about all this and learning about all this. Like um, in 2017, I did this like rigorous fasting uh, like program. And uh, after a few months of doing that, like it was not, it did not work for my body. And I found myself in a situation where my hormones were just completely off, you know, and my cycle went crazy. Like I, I, my days reduced and I was like, couldn't sleep at night. I was, um, you know, my mood was, you know, going crazy. It was just really crazy. And because my cycle was so off, I started to really worry about like what's going on with me you know, and that's when I started doing more research about this. And I learned about cycle, uh, you know, different phases in the cycle, how to eat, how to move, how to uh, work in those phases. And what I found is when I actually started to sink in with my cycle, like I started to eat those kinds of foods, I started to, it took some time. I won't, I won't tell you that, you know, you sink in with your cycle this month and next month you're like good to go. No, it took, it took time. I, I used the supplements to nutrient my body. I changed my diet and I started to sink in with my cycle. Like I would eat root vegetables during my luteal phase. I would eat more salads, more, uh, you know, smoothies during the uh, first, the spring phase, more of the fats and uh, soups during the menstrual phase. And when I started doing that, it took a few months, but slowly, but gradually, my cycle became normal again. Like I had started to have so much pain during my menstrual phase and my days had reduced. And uh, also it was off like one month, it, it'll come on a certain date before, like before this whole thing happened, it used to be on the dot. I could literally predict like next month, this is the date that I'm going to get my uh, period. But after this thing happened, like my, my, uh, you know, cycle just went so crazy. It was like, I just could never tell, like, when is it going to happen? You know, it never used to come. Sometimes it was too late. Sometimes it was early. It just really went off. Right. So cycle sinking really helped with that. So you have to think like the reason that I brought up the cycle sinking is because for any woman, any woman dealing with any kind of um, 
fluctuations with your hormones with your if you're like you said your menstrual phase is too short it's like how can you make it go back to normal these are the things that are going to help you sinking in with your cycle moving in the right way is going to reset your hormonal system nutrienting your body with the nutrients like having magnesium is going to reset your pituitary gland right it's going to it's going to nutrient your pituitary gland your pituitary gland actually governs every other gland in your body so it's going to help to balance out all of the other hormones okay so cycle syncing nutrienting your body uh, eliminating processed foods junk foods sugar caffeine is going to help so when it comes to nutrienting your body we have a question that what would be the supplement to take first would it be cell essentials uh, with usana or omega 3 which is by omega what do you suggest would be the the more important one um i think like i said they're all very important you have to see like what you are dealing with right if you want to pick and choose like you only want to take one or the other then just sort of check in with yourself what are you dealing with like if you end up having quite a bit of um you know cramping during your period then having the biomega would be really good because it has omega 3 it has d3 and then also having the magna cal d would be really good i personally always suggest like taking the cell essentials along with them because the cell essentials have all the different vitamins and minerals that are essential for your body okay so it doesn't only help with your hormones but it helps with all the different organs you do need like every single one of us needs certain vitamins certain uh, minerals certain antioxidant every single day and if you're not really managing your diet in a way that you're like super uh focused on making sure you're eating balanced food you're getting your leafy greens you're getting like all the whole colorful plate things like that then you need to be supplementing with something that's going to nutrient your body properly like wide spectrum perfect thank you so much i think everyone loved the training they won the recording as well So yeah just thank you so much it's been an amazing amazing session Thank you for listening to the Glamour and Purpose podcast You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Glamour and Purpose You can also get our most popular lifestyle meal plan on our website at www.glamourandpurpose.com And if you liked this episode, please leave us a review. We will see you on our next episode. Bye for now.